pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r r in the Morning. Wimpy for three. Butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with R&R in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. That's Rudy. I'm Rob. Hence the double R's. We do it every day at 7 o'clock. We talk Silver and Black get you ready for oncoming traffic as the Spurs lose their fifth straight to last night. Uh, had a 17-point lead there in the first half, 12-point lead there in the fourth quarter. And uh, slowly things d- uh, drop they were away. Up Nineteen at some point. Oh, that's right. It was seventeen, nineteen, right there. Yeah. And then the dribble away there in the fourth quarter, and the veteranness that is the Miami Heat, the and, Heat culture, and the, yeah, the culture, uh, and the Jimmy Butler ness of them uh, just took a game away from a, a young team that I will say, without getting too mad at them, played a pretty good basketball game. Two straight pretty good basketball games. The defense. You going back to the Wolves game. Uh, well, the, the, the Wolves, Wolves game, game was a good, they were up in that game as well, but you know T Wolves went T Wolves on us. Yeah, and the T Wolves are good by the way. They're what five straight now. Um, yeah, yeah. Anthony Richardson looks like he could be definitely one of the best in the league right now. So, so little things. The defense is better. Can we go ahead? And, I mean, they only give up 118, and they've been giving up 125. So no, that matters. It does, and that's not there yet. But what do you? What do two you? Two straight games of improved defense. I'm looking for incremental. Okay, yeah, because because <laughs> the thing about it is, I remember before the season started, you're like, no, 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 we got to do this now. It's time. Like I'm ready. So like right. I'm confused, but I've had to readjust. You know, <laughs> if you know, if you would have told me before the game, look, I like the guy, right? I like him. I like his game. But if you would have told me before the game that Duncan Robinson was going to lead all scores, I would have told you that the Spurs are going to lose the game. Yep. Well, excuse me, win that game. Because that means Jimmy Butler didn't get off. Bam out of bio didn't get off. But, you know, nonetheless, uh, another loss. That's five straight. And it doesn't get any easier as Chet and mm-hmm. Holmgren comes in. And then you get Sacramento. And you may get a win against a sorry Memphis team. Then you got the Clippers twice. Golden State, Denver, Atlanta. It's, it's so, look. At some point, they're going to have to get a couple of these, and, and they're going to have to learn to maintain leads. But I think a part of um, learning how to win is learning how to maintain leads. And that's, you know, young teams it's get hard. out to – Yeah, young teams get out to big leads, and then they lose them because, you know, they just start doing stupid things. And it doesn't help when the best prospect of all time in every sport has seven turnovers. Mm-hmm. That's that's the I mean, film on him. Yeah, seven turnovers is a little bit. Uh, that, that, that's way too many, actually. He gets wolfed a lot. Yeah, you you shouldn't have as many turnovers as you do assist. But again, he's nineteen, so there should be some grow. Um, there's gonna be some mm-hmm. growing pains, and two for nine from three ain't gonna cut it either. He didn't make a three to the third quarter. It wasn't for lack of effort. No, he, he was trying. He was trying, man, but. At some point, man, they're going to have to start winning these games if they're going to make me a genius to get to these 40 wins. But right now, that 40 wins looks a yeah. distant, distant ways away. But everybody keeps saying, well, you know, the people that are trying to take the time. I even got a text from your son and during last week's show. Like, look, it isn't about wins. It's about getting better every day. But, okay. No, it's about wins. I, well, this is all I'm going to say. 
if it if it if if that is the case for the people that believe that, even though we're only ten games in, are they getting better every day? If that's the case, like okay, if that's what if that's going to be your battle cry for the person that wants to take their time and no, Rudy, it's about getting better every game. Can you say they're getting better every game? I think defensively, ten, we're only ten in this week. They are bet not to say. I don't think you know this is going to be an EKG. We're going to go up and down. But for the last two games, after the week that they had, uh, I would say the defense has improved. I would say in the last two games, yes, they 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 do look better than okay. they did the week prior. But there's a term that I've gotten in trouble for when you do that. Uh, it it they're yeah, it's easy to look better when you look that bad. You can't fall off the floor. So you better be incrementally better after giving up 150 one night. And the, we've talked about it ad nauseum, the comeback in the fourth, all the crap that you're, you're doing. Uh, they, they gotta learn how to hold on to leads. They gave it away twice. Uh, that any other team, any other time, you would be utterly furious and you know, looking for heads. But this time, what? uh, there's still such a point guard problem. It's, it's it's just such a problem, and it's indicative of teams that fritter away leads, that they just don't have somebody on the court to oh. say, settle down and play the game. There's, this team is predicated on grab-and-go, grab-and-go yeah. quickness, and that's a way It's it's a way to let teams back in. It just and, is. Yeah, and the other thing that Pop and his staff are going to have to figure out is the lineup that you're going with in the fourth quarter when Wimby's winded. Because last night, last night, they're they're playing well in the fourth quarter. Wimby's winded. It's different. The air up there is different when you're seven five and you gotta get him a break in the middle of the fourth quarter. And it it kind of went to poop. It kind of got out of whack. Then you're trying to work him back into the lineup. Cause normally your star in the NBA, your star, if anything, Rob, he 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 comes in with like, you know, three minutes into the fourth and plays the entire fourth. Eight minutes. It's not yeah. normal. It's not normal for your star to get pulled because he got pulled about six minutes left, then he came back in at about the four something minute mark. But in the NBA, that is an eternity. Now I get, I, I, I guess I get why Pop and the staff have to do that, but just know that that's what it's going to look like when you have leads in the fourth quarter and you mm-hmm. have to pull like your star, unless it's foul trouble or unless it's an injury. You don't like Steph or Jason Tatum. They're not getting pulled from a game. In six minutes into the fourth quarter for a two, quick two, three-minute break. It just, it just doesn't happen. And he's only at 34 minutes. So I'm like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, okay, then figure out what you're going to do during, mm-hmm. the, the, during that period to, one, sustain whatever you're doing during that two-minute period. And then, two, what are you going to do to get it back into the rhythm that you had before, prior to him going out? Because, again, they're in the fourth quarter, Rob. They're up double digits when he's out there. The pro- yeah, you're- so I don't know how they. This, that's this a tough a thing. thing. This- it's a tough thing for this staff to figure out because clearly they feel like they can't play him a full twelve minutes. No, it, and it's apparent that they can't. He does get wounded, and you figure he's going to get some more wind as the season goes on. It I is just game ten, but I do think that you're right that you know Pop continues to say, "Hey, man, this is this is a learning process," and I'm just sitting back here watching. And I think they're going to figure that the substitution pattern in the fourth needs to be adjusted because when you look at when things started to go away, obviously is when he left. I'd rather um, him. Th- I'd rather him sit the first four minutes. Then maybe I'd rather. Him I, th- I mean, again, we'll sorry, figure it Pop. out. Sorry, Pop. Far be it for me to question you, but the thing is. I, whenever he comes into the game in the fourth quarter, unless it's foul trouble, I don't want to see him go to the bench. 
So, okay, you got to get him his break. Get him his break at the start the fourth and let him, because clearly he understands the fourth quarter. We've seen that throughout these 10 games. When he comes in in the fourth, he knows what he's supposed to be doing. So if you got, if you just have to get him a Wimby winded break, give it to him the first four minutes of the fourth and let him play the entire fourth because the snatching him in and out for a quick two minute, three minute breather, it throws everything off. And then he kind of come back in and get reacclimated. It's weird. This is your Spurs at 7. We do it every day. We talk silver and black. Make sure you tune in. You know we're the first in San Antonio to give you every bit of Spurs talk every day at 7 right here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. We saw Malachi Brenham get a little bit of point card activity there in the third and the fourth. The search continues for continuity. And I you know, I don't want to lay too hard on Jeremy because I do think he's approved a little bit. Uh, uh, at least his decision-making isn't quite a, a, as loose as it was. But we, you brought it up early, Rudy, and I think we treat stars like they should be. And I think it's time for Wimbayama and this coaching staff to take some ownership of the turnovers from Victor. I know this is a new game and things are faster and we're letting you do some things that nobody's ever been allowed to do, seven-footer. But when you go coast to coast and live it, lose it on the dribble, that's not something that we need to see again. You're gonna, mm-hmm. you know, I know you want to let Victor be Victor and let the, the young Mustang run free, but that, <laughs> that is not acceptable by anybody at any point. But I don't want to take away his instincts either, I, so right. it's a fine line. So that's where the witchcraft of Pop needs to come in here. But the the, the turnovers from your star have to be addressed. And I, I think a fair amount of it will just be from playing more basketball. But the ball's loose. He's a seven-foot dude, and little guys see that ball bounce it above their waist, and it's easy to go get, man. It just – Ball has – that was uh, – it reminded me of uh, the Showtime series, Rob – when Jerry West, they were, they were they were trying to convince Jerry West that they wanted him to draft Magic to play point guard. And he's like, he's 6'9". It takes the ball longer to get back up to him. It's going to be easy to steal the ball from him. Well, Jerry West ended up being wrong. He Still ended up, being, ended up being one of the best GMs. But, yeah, that, that is true, Rob. But Trey, not having Trey Jones hurt. It hurt. It, I would agree. Because he kind of steadies things. Did it hurt? But I, at the same time, I think it forced Pop to be a little bit more ingenuitive with the offense and maybe try some things that he wasn't trying yeah. with Trey in. I mean, it still ended up with a loss. It's not Let's not sugarcoat the fact that we missed him. And I think with Trey Jones last night, that's a win. I, I don't I think, think so. I, I think with the settling influence that he has offered so far that he's worth five points. That was a frittered away, stupid turnover, guys trying to do too much Keldon uh, kind of loss, which right. is, it'll stick in your craw, but that – I said craw. Uh, <laughs> it'll stick with you, but that's what young teams do. Yeah. But And you just brought it up. The waves keep coming, man. This ain't easy. They're in the West, and the games are tough. And they, dude, they got again Oklahoma Tuesday, uh, Sacramento Friday, Saturday. You get a night off against Memphis, but that's still going to be a game. Memphis did just beat the Clippers. Then Monday and Wednesday here next week, you get Clippers back to back games. That's who I don't know who the hell the Clippers <laughs> are. They just lost to Memphis. They haven't won since James Harden landed in L.A. Then Golden State and Denver. So. It's some tough sledding. Are you looking at the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, next seven games? Hopefully they can get three of them. I yeah. hope they can get three of the seven. They will. I have a sense that I they're going to they surprise us at seven. least once. I hope so. That's a team that can. And keep in mind how poorly this team is shooting. Now, Dougie yesterday was sniping, and he kept them close. Uh, but Victor is on a terrible shooting spree here. It, it, his three is not falling. His base is not good. He's leaning a little bit. And you can tell he's pushing a little bit more than he needs to. But, you know, you kind of expect that from a first-rounder. Devin Vassell looks fine, man. No, he's a baller. He's, he's a baller. He's doing what he's supposed to do. 
I like what they're getting from Zach Collins. I like Zach's aggressiveness. So, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. It's just you got to, you know, they're sticking with this lineup. Clearly, they're sticking with it mm-hmm. for the time being, maybe the first quarter of the season. And I think we'll have a better assessment of things after 20. I like to go in quarters. So, you know, 10 games from now, we can reassess and say, okay, is it time to make some type of change as far as this starting lineup goes? Because, again, it just hasn't been that good. Even when you look at the two, the three wins that they have, the Houston and the both Phoenix games, it's like, you know, those were, those were, those were tough wins in itself. The Houston game, they had to get that one. They had to go to overtime, but we're finding out the Houston's pretty good. They've won six straight. So there's some things to figure out once we hit that 20 game mark. You know, let's dial it back for just a second and just look at Wimby's stat line, which, you know, this was an average night for Wimby. It wasn't a spectacular evening at all. What, 20, 11, and 7? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know, right? I mean, let's, let's just be real. This was an average, <laughs> middle-of-the-week kind of game we saw from Wimby. He didn't do anything special other than be him. And falling out of bed, he's 20-10 and nearly yeah. a triple-double. I mean, <laughs> just fall. He had seven well, hell, assists. Ne- nearly a quadruple-double with the turnover. And but that's yeah, I just got you. an average night at the office for Wimby. The, the future is so bright. It, it's, no, it is. It's so ridiculously bright, but it's going to be tough this next week. Uh, OKC, uh, Shea Gill just ripped him off a 50-burger, and Chet's got the same kind of numbers as Wimby. That's tomorrow night. The Spurs continue that. And of course, every day at 7, we'll continue to get you ready.